I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I learned so much since then that it doesn't get up to snuff. And so I have to find that new level of uh, perfecting my work. This is episode 67 of the Arts Academy podcast. Hot up your creative game. Hosted by Victor Renato and Roxy Hayes. Welcome to the Arts Academy podcast put on by the New York Alt Arts Academy. I am Dean Victor Vernado. This is Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. We, ch- we teach you everything about the entertainment and the arts, content making and media. Everything that we can possibly teach you so in 30 cool. minutes or less. Uh, uh-huh. Today, we're going to talk about how to up your creative game. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I think happens to every artist. It definitely happens to me a lot, where I will be... Uh, working on a uh, particular type of uh, art, expressing myself, whether it be cartooning or writing or stand-up or whatever it is. And then one day, everything I've ever done in the past seems stupid. Everything I've ever done just looks, looks like dumb. It looks childish. And then... I have to find a way to capture that excitement again about being creative and feel like I'm on the cutting edge of being an artist again. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that happen to you ever? Man, yeah, I was just <laughs> PTSD for a second. I had this one just like terrible experience. I was writing for somebody that was paying me to ghostwrite like some jokes, and then I just felt like I was trash. And I literally just was like, I suck. And I just threw all my notebooks away. I was like, this is terrible. I'm not good. I'm not good at this at all. And I threw them away. I went back and got them later because I was like, you're tripping. But yeah, it happens. And it happens quite often. That was just the most dramatic that I reacted to. But it happens all the time where you just feel like you suck. <laughs> Yeah, you feel like, I mean, and it's different than the normal, because, I mean, I feel like I suck all the time. Like, even when I'm doing great, (laughs) even when I'm just killing it, like, artistically, I always feel like I suck. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just feel like this vacancy of creativity Mm -hmm. where I just look at things and I just think that, I just think that nothing, nothing works and nothing makes sense. And it actually affects everything, it even affects how I uh, enjoy media and art. Mm-hmm. I often I get mad at any TV show or movie where I guess the ending or the plot, um, and I do that a lot because <laughs> a lot of things are written so simply or designed so simply that it's really easy to guess the uh, to guess the plot of a lot mm-hmm. of movies and TV shows, and so that also makes me upset. And so when I'm in that when I'm in that funk where I'm looking at my work and I just don't think that it works out. Um, I mean, I can tell you what I do, but I don't know if it if it's the right thing to do at all. 
I would love to hear what other people do when they are in this type of funk. And I know it exists for a lot of people because the more I talk about it, the more people are always like, yeah, I get there sometimes Mm -hmm. where you just look back at everything you've done and it doesn't just doesn't work. And not only that, it stays that way, too, because sometimes I'll be at a particular level in my work. And then when I get to another level or at least or at least I start to perceive there's this other level, then everything I've done in the past seems childish. Mm-hmm. But then once I get to this next level, everything that I've done in the past still seems childish. And even even things that I've created that I've very much enjoyed, I've made some things that I think are fantastic. But for instance, like when I look back at... Um, the awkward comedy show like i made that special and that's a special that a few people know about and, and it helped like it helped yeah it, it's a good special and it helped a couple of uh big people in comedy get started um but when i look back about how that is produced and how it is shot and put together now mm-hmm. uh, it just makes me crazy yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm i'm a much better filmmaker better than i was now, then yeah. and Does so that like 10 15 10 years that was almost 10 years ago yeah yeah yeah, and I'm just like, I'm just like a very different filmmaker than I was then. And even th- even though, like, it has like a lot of cool stuff in it. Like, people look at it and they're like, "Oh, it's got animation and it's got these great performances." You know, it's colorful and has the interview segments. But I look back at it and it just seems just crappy to me. Even though I I know that it is uh, beloved by very many people. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same type of feeling like if you're a stand-up comedian when you walk off stage and you hate your performance and then yes. people run up to you like that was uh, great and they're like so sincere it makes about, my stomach hurt. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, that was great." And then in my mind I'm like, "Oh, you just can't tell the difference between good or bad." Then you just you just <laughs> then I just discount what they say. <laughs> because of uh Anyway, so how do you get out of that funk? Like how do you do it? Um, uh, can I say this on here? Um, yeah, sure. Well, marijuana helps. I mean, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, will they decriminalize it, right? Or are they decriminalizing it? Uh, no, no, it's totally fine to say you smoke weed. It's, it's totally yeah. fine. I mean, that that helps me a lot. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, certain strains, especially like sativas, they just help me kind of put stuff in perspective and it's just good for anxiety, period. Um, other things I do which help is like, so on my Instagram, so like I get messages all the time from people who like, like my stuff. Um, so I have it in my highlight reel, just like different screenshots of things that people say and sometimes i'll just go back and look at it because sometimes people will give me like not just like oh i loved it like they'll give me specific things they like so that kind of helps like bring me back like okay so let me maybe focus on that thing people already say they like it maybe i can work on that and kind of get that back um i watch stuff that i like so i study a lot too so i watch stuff that i like and kind of see if maybe i can replicate that and make me feel a little bit better do you do any of that stuff um I do not. I don't think I do any of that. Really? I mean, I I really think that what I do is I. This is <laughs> this is the worst. I think I kind of torture myself. Oh no, Victor! <laughs> I I I work and work and work until I start creating something that makes me feel something again. Gotcha. Like I will just. I will just keep churning 
and making something until and and I, I'm sure this is not the best way to do things, but I will. I mean, because when I when I am when I am uh, in a particular creative mood, things I feel come very easy to me creatively. Like it's easy to me. It's easy for me to come up with the formula for a joke or it's easy for me to come up with the basics of how to tell a story well mm-hmm. because those things are so ingrained at this point gotcha. but then like oh absolutely but then but then to do something that is something that makes me my eyes light up like my and my heart sing is is very difficult sometimes and then if i can't do that if i can't if i can't uh dazzle myself then i get in a very dark creative place where i just don't think that things are worth it and i will churn and churn and churn until i can start creating something that is above that level like i mean i've i I can tell you like 30 great ideas like i have i've so many like great frameworks for ideas but it's mm-hmm. it's taking those ideas and turning them into something that is just fantastic mm-hmm. that's the that's the real stopping point for me and the thing that i have to work on like I'm not satisfied with jokes that are cute in my stand-up act. I'm satisfied with jokes that are smart, but also stupid, but also, (laughs) but also uh, make you think intellectually, but also make you laugh because of just a funny voice. I like, I, I try to, I want, yeah, but I want whatever I'm doing, whether it is, stand-up comedy or writing or cartooning or whatever it is. I want it to work on a lot of different levels. Like I want it to, I, I want it to manifest as these things like where here it is. The very simple thing is I want to make things that are great enough so that if I didn't make them, I would still like them. I want to make things that are so good. Like, for instance, if you had made, if you had made uh, Lemonade, the visual album, Lemonade. Mm-hmm. That's like, like right. That sounds good right. Now. Right. Oh, but do you <laughs> like the visual album, Lemonade? Oh yeah, it's real good. Right. So, the way you feel about that is the way I want to feel about my own work. Because gotcha. you look at that. And you're like, oh, that's dope. amazing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is. It's amazing. It's and really that's the way I want to feel about my own work. That and though, and then, and when t- when I do feel like that about my own work, I'm so happy. But when I don't feel like that about my own work, and when I look back at the work that I've done in the past that I used to feel that way, like Awkward Comedy Show, that was one of those things where I felt that way because it was like there was nothing like it at the time that it was made, and and I was I was doing something that at the time was kind of groundbreaking, mm-hmm. but. I look back at it now and I'm just like, oh my That's God. I w- <laughs> yeah, because I learned so much since then mm-hmm. that it doesn't it, it it doesn't 
uh, get up to snuff. And so I have to find that new level of uh, perfecting my work. Gosh. And and I realize that it's never going to be perfect because one day mm-hmm. I'm going to look at the next thing that I make that I think is amazing and I'll look back at it one day like, and be like, what <laughs> was I doing? But that's what? fine. Yeah. That's what I want to do. With, but, but for me, like when I'm in those in-between spots, it's just that I just try creating so much so many different things and and like just in in so many different things in different ways as much as i can like that's what i really do and so that's how i do it i mean i'm sure this is not how other people do it but that's how i do it we take like opposite approaches with it because yeah i'm like nah i need a break i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna cry because i'm super emotional too so like i'll just break down be like i suck i want to quit i'll never do this again this is cheeks and everybody hates it, and it's not good. I do take but breaks too, okay. and I got to be honest. Like the thing that is, um, the thing that has kept me thinking about this the right way is that even when I'm at my worst, when I'm just like, ah, oh, everything is terrible, I always think about that little thing that I say all the time, which is that there's so many people out there who are just really, really successful. And they're terrible at stuff. That's been so, helping me so much. <laughs> no, it is. It, 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 it's, it's a so reminder. Helpful. It's it's such a reminder that um, it's such a reminder that like I know that I can do things that are better than what I've done in the past, and what I've done in the past is better than what other people have become millionaires from. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those reminders. Anyway, uh, I I came into this episode of the show thinking that I was going to say something profound. But then when I really got to the point where it is just I torture myself, that's really not very helpful. I'm sorry, everybody. But it's but true. It's I mean, honest. It's but honest. it is honest and is and as a and as a an artist uh, of any kind, whoever you are, I'm sure you go through a lot of the same things. So, you know, there not it is. Alone. I guess. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what? It's more like you're not alone. Like you know. Yeah, you're, you're not alone. You're really it successful. is. So somebody that's less successful, looking at a successful person, be like, okay, we go through the same thing makes you feel better make me feel better you know oh i'm not the only one that just be thinking i'm trash out here it's a it's a common thing so yeah and and everybody does it and when i watch interviews with like visionaries people who are just straight up visionaries Mm -hmm. about things like like uh interviews with spike lee christopher nolan like visionaries they feel the same way they torture themselves (laughs) as much they they are they are just as adamant about doing something that's fantastic mm-hmm. and so yeah it's out there for everybody is that the mark of a true artist you think i don't know because i don't know what a true Philosophy. artist is Ooh. yeah it, it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard because i don't i mean is that like what's a true artist what would you say a true artist is? i don't know that's what i was asking <laughs> philosophy <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> Cause what is it's art? Yeah, like anything can be art. So what makes it true art? Ooh, yeah, answer, it just depends. The on, it depends on how you approach it, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, if you have any questions uh that we can answer, uh this is the saddest episode of the show. But if you have any questions, uh then ask those questions right now. Or if you don't have if you can't ask them now, you can send them to us on social media because you can find us at Alt Arts Academy and all social media. We're at 
artsacademypodcast.com. Um, and by the way, by the way, uh, very soon we're going to be relaunching our website. You're going to be able to take classes. We actually have three classes up right now that you can take for free uh, by by actually we should have had this link available we don't have it available today but you can take you can take them for free by uh getting the free trial at skillshare and then uh you can have you can take all of our uh three classes one class is um what are the classes there are uh how to how to yeah how to produce a podcast remotely uh and there's also another class how to make a web series yeah, how to make a web series, and then of course how to shoot a music video with your cell phone. So all those great things you can do. And the link will be in the description box on the YouTube channel. Sure will. All right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out uh, for the show. We shall see, see you again. I am Dean Victor Renato. That is Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. And we are out. Get him, Roxy. Get him that ukulele. Do it. Yeah. Play us out. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.